Thanks to the Army and Navy and the battles they have won. Thanks to America's colors, the colors that never run. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Well, that's from the great Jack Burton. We've used that sound effect before, but I love it. This is Tim. This is New York Giants Trade Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Uh, Want to fix the giant offense for Sunday night? I'm going to fix it because you know what? I have all the expertise in the world. I have all the opinions in the world, so I am going to sit there and fix the offense and help the dynamic duo. Of course, that is the Dable and the Shane. They are my new Batman. They are going to be needing. They, they just need me. They need me. They're the, it's the boy. It's, it's the Cape Crusader and the boy wonder. They need me to come in and fix this. Of course, I'm being sarcastic and facetious. I'm just going to come up with a couple ideas that I was thinking about yesterday. I did a video, I don't know, a couple days back where I mean, it was yesterday. I don't remember where I meant what I thought. I thought that um, maybe the, some of the beat writers were in the Giants back pocket that um, they were basically doing the bidding of the evil empire, also known as John Mara. John Mara really has turned into James Dolan. It's funny that James Dolan is kind of stepped back from the Knicks, but he always does stupid things that, um, that puts him in the forefront, but it's always stupid shit. Like getting into fights with Charles Oakley or something like that. John Mara puts himself in the middle of things and, and it never goes well. It really doesn't. And also, I want to talk about the fact about what the Giants' record is over the last 15 games. But a long story short, um, someone that covers the team DM'd me on Twitter yesterday. And I'm not going to say the person's name because I I didn't ask if I could say their name. Um, But, of course, anytime someone sends you a DM, you're you're more than likely the amenity is gone. But I don't work that way. And, and and they don't they don't work directly in the New York area. They're outside of the New York area, and but they cover the team. And it was interesting because they asked me, they asked directly. You know, you 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 mentioned that some people you feel were, you know, in the back pocket of the Giants. And I gave some examples on, on the video, and, and they actually asked me directly. You know, whom whom do you think those people are? Now, to me, that's a beyond a loaded question. And I, and I think the video explained itself, and I think I explained myself fairly, fairly succinctly in the, in the video. So I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that needs to be addressed or additionally communicated. But I just find it interesting that someone outside the New York bubble uh, basically wrote to me, yeah, I kind of see the same thing. You know, who, who do, whom do you think these people are? I, I, I don't know. I just, I just thought that was kind of funny. So the dynamic duo of Kafka, and Dable are going up against the Buffalo Bills. Now, our offense, as we know, is is not what I would refer to as stellar right now. Um, it, it's um, you know, it's kind of stuck in neutral. And we've said this once, we've said it twice, we've said it a million times. Those that bash Jason Garrett probably need to look at themselves in the mirror because I've said it before. I think Jason Garrett's offense was predicated on the overall scheme of Joe Judge, which was uh, eliminate Daniel Jones's ability to cause the turnover play good defense, ball control, and then see what happens if you can't steal some of these games. And, and I think Brian Dable at times, that's what he's doing. But the problem is you're sitting at one and four. Your, your season is, I'm not saying is hanging in the balance because more likely you're going to go one and five. But is, is there an opportunity for the Giants to strike? Now, I do think it's interesting that Pat Leonard came out yesterday and mentioned this, and I spoke about this on the live stream, but I never really got too in-depth in it. 
and this was, uh, but over the last 14, excuse me, 15, I said 14 games because it was last week. Over the last 15 games, the Giants are 4-10-1, no, off- no offensive touchdowns the last two games, and you have a $40 million quarterback hurt due to a bad offensive line. The league worst night and negative 91 point differential one, six and one in the NFC East. How much more patience do you need to have? You need to have a lot of patience, Pat, <laughs> but I get your point. I get a hundred percent. You, everything that you have mentioned, I've said ad nauseum for the last couple of weeks, last, last two years. I, I keep trying to explain to people, you look at the start of last season, but the problem is nobody's looking at the second half. And when I kept bringing up the second half of the season and how we basically only won three games, not counting the playoff game, that the record wasn't that great when the competition got stiff. That's what she said. Sorry. Hit the wrong button. That's what she said. The, the competition got greater and our, our ability to score, our ability to play, our, our ability just to look good got worse. But, and, and if you eliminate some of those wins, like I said, there, there was three wins that could have easily gone the opposite direction. You, you figure you would you should have lost the Washington game. I mean, darn a Holmes. I love him to death. I, I even said it after the, I even said it. I say, you know what? Sometimes muggers get away free. And, and that's what Darnay Holmes did. I mean, on, on, on national, I mean, it was, yeah, it was on national TV. <laughs> on national TV, he mugged the guy. But nobody's talking about what this offense is. And a lot of this is on the offense. And, and that's where I'm kind of coming, coming around with Dable and Kafka. A lot of this is on the offense. And when the Northwestern job came up for Kafka, everyone was like, well, Kafka's going to get the job. He's leaving us. He's leaving us. And I kept saying he's not going anywhere. Because of the fact that halfway through the season, most of you, most, most of the fan base wanted to have Kafka replaced. Everyone's nailing Bobby Johnson. That's what she said. But no one's talking about Kafka. Everyone's going after the offensive line coach, but no one's talking about the defensive line coach Patterson, who arguably has more talent than Bobby Johnson because the defensive line was supposed to be the strength of the team and it's getting gashed. I mean, our, our old buddy King of the almost sack ha- has almost totally disappeared at times. Dexter Lawrence has played well at times. Nacho, I don't know. I, I mean, Nacho right now seems like a waste. Ashawn seems like a waste. DJ Davidson and Jordan Riley, when they're on their field, they've played average. But we're trying, but we're sitting there trying to, to blame the offensive line what was on one guy, but we're everything else is like, well, we'll be fine. Same thing with the special teams coach. We're blaming him for everything as well. He was a holdover from like what three regimes? All of a sudden now he can't coach? Or was it two regimes? I don't remember. Can't remember off the top of my head because I just ramble when I do these things. People are like, sometimes your facts are not right. No, sometimes they're right. Sometimes you're just in the wrong order or I'm not thinking. That was like the Alamo reference yesterday. Someone pointed out, well, the Alamo is in Texas and you said Virginia. I said, no, I was actually saying Virginians, which I actually meant Tennesseans because Davy Crockett was from Tennessee. I just got Tennessee and Virginia mixed up. Um, and actually I was just watching the John Wayne movie the Virginians. <laughs> so, uh, so my bad, that was, that was, that was a faux pas on my part, but can the dynamic duo go out? Can they go out and make this a big win? Can the, can they steal one with Tyrod Taylor, without Tyrod Taylor, with Daniel Jones, without Daniel Jones, with Saquon Barkley, without Saquon Barkley? Can we do this? 
Can we figure this out? Can we shock the world? How can we fix this giant offense for one game? Hmm. And and that's my question. <laughs> and, and that's my question. I'm not going to give you a bold prediction saying the Giants are going to route them. But we have to look at this from, uh, from, from a certain status point. And the status point is this. You have to keep the Buffalo Bills offense off the field. That is literally going to be you. That should be your one and only. That, that should be your one and only option that you keep them off the field. And the only way you're going to do that is if you're going to run the ball. Like I said, we talked about Herman Munzer. We're going to run, 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 run the ball, control the clock, limit the ability of the of the offense to have that big place capability because they got the guys they got the guys that can do it. They, and you know what the defense of the Buffalo Bills is a little banged up. They had some in, they had some injuries in London. And that's you know and and that's what kind of what we got to look at what we got to look at here. Does anyone blame does anyone blame the turf in London for these injuries? And and you have to understand that that while there is some injuries on the team, they got some they got some horses, they got some studs. Like Mr. Gregory Rousseau, I think he's still dealing with the foot injury. He's been a, been a monster. You got AJ Esperanza, Leonard Floyd. I think Jones is hurt. Uh, you got Ed Oliver. I mean, they got some guys. They got some guys that got some giddy up to go after the quarterback. So you would figure running the ball, maintaining the clock, all time possession football is the way to go. Especially with our, especially with our offensive line, and everyone we're bringing in, everything that's going on. I know people are sitting there going, Tim, but I have a feeling there's a but. <laughs> there is a but, and as we said before, it's a big but. Screw that. Everything I just said, screw it. You got Barkley still questionable. You got Waller questionable. You got Daniel Jones questionable. You got Wande Robinson probably questionable. You got DJ Davidson. You got, you got, you know, even the Scottish hammers out. You got Evan Neal is actually has, has, has a questionable status right now. This is all as of yesterday. You got Brightwell. And this is probably why they went with Eric Gray the other day. But you just got to go. You got to go to Matt. But screw all that. I want to throw. That's what I want. I want to go after this defense. I want to challenge the defensive line of the Buffalo Bills. I want, I want to, like I said, I've said this before. What you need to do is you need to shake it up. You need to shock them a little bit. You, you need to do things that are going to allow you to run. The ball, but you and the way, best way to run the ball is to throw the ball and soften up that defense. Give them something. Show them the fact that you are not scared. You will not go quietly into the night. You will not go out without a fight. You're going to move on. You are going to go deep, and you're going to go deep often, especially early on. You may have to go max protection, which you know if you go max protect, that should help you. Open up the deeper routes. And that should give you a few more seconds for Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones to throw. 
that you know any, anyone that knows football understands that max max protection is going to allow those long plays to develop. And you have a quarterback who knows how to move in the pocket, who knows how to step up, step up. Now the problem is a lot of times with max protection though, there's there's a few negatives with max protection, of course. Max protection is you only putting a certain number of guys into the defensive backfield. Also, the fact is with you allowing the quarterback to be in the pocket that much longer, you have more of the ability to for the other team to have a sack. And also, like I said, you're you're giving the quarterback fewer options on the receiver. Now it's gonna work well if they go into a zone. It actually may even work well if you go into man-to-man, but you need to hold up the line. You need to do what the Tennesseans did in the Alamo in Texas. Look at that. I got it right today. Max protect Bellinger. I've said this before. I said this yesterday. Bellinger in the backfield. I mean, any tight end you hell put a freaking offensive lineman in the backfield. Are you like Tim? They're going to know you're going to throw good because you want to know what's going to happen then. When they see that offensive line, when they see Bellinger in the backfield, I'm running the draw. I'm running a delayed handoff. I'm running a bubble screen. I want to loosen up this defense. And I want to take advantage of their over-aggressiveness because you know they're going to be coming. You know they're going to be coming. I want to attack this like the Joker attack, attacks Arkham Asylum. I, I don't really know if the Joker attacked Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I, I just know that from the, I just know that from the video game. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but that's what I want you to do. Attack, attack, attack. And like I said, I'm coming out of the gate. And I've said it before. Why, Tim? You're going to say, well, the other day you said you want to go four wide. Yeah, I'm coming out of the gate four wide. And then what I'm going to do is, like I said, I'm just sending everyone. I'm, I'm going schoolyard. I'm just sending everyone long. And then what will happen is, even if it's a sack, even but I don't want a sack, though. I just want Tyrod to just – I just want him to chuck it. I don't, I don't care what happens on the play. I don't care if it's an interception. I don't care if it's an incomplete pass. I want the Buffalo Bills to understand that we are not afraid. I've said it before. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not go out without a fight. And then once you do that and you open up, the, you shock them a little bit, then you go into max protection. And you sit there and say to them, well, am I going to throw? Am I going to run? Is that extra blocker coming in there because of the fact that I want to run? Use what you have. And right now what you have allegedly is a large number of fast skill players. Now we are not anywhere as quick or as fast as the team we played last weekend because you great balls of fire. Those guys are quick. Those Miami guys are fast. But use what you have. Take another thing I'm doing. I, I'm stopping this experiment with Wondell Robinson in, in these three yards out. I'm putting Jalen Hyatt in. I'm putting Isaiah in. I'm keeping Isaiah in. I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting Jalen Hyatt in the backfield. Am I going to pitch it out to him? Am I going to throw it to him out of the backfield? Am I going to send him on a fly pattern right through the middle of the line? What am I going to do? That would be one of my backfields. I would have Jalen Hyatt and Daniel Bellinger in the backfield together. And you're like, well, Tim, they know you're going to throw. You don't know that. 
because I'm going to mix it up. Hell, I might even hand the ball off to Bellinger. Do something different. Be bold, and mighty forces will come to your aid. We need the dynamic duo to step up and figure out something different because what we're doing doesn't work. The league has figured out. The league is adjusted. The league understands play action, roll out. Throw it to the tight end. If tight end's not open, you run. Throw it, play action. We, I, 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 we, the league has figured it out. There's an old movie, uh, Necessary Roughness, with Scott Bakula, who was a former uh, high school quarterback who never went to college because his father died and he had to run his family. Paul Blake. Had, he, had, he had to go run his family farm, so he goes to the Texas Armadillos, and he, uh, you know, they're a really bad team because they, they got hit with the death penalty, but he goes and quarterbacks them. And there's a scene in the movie where they're trying to run a run. They're trying to run a play. And every time they try to run, the, run this play, the defense whacks them for a loss. And I love it because they run it twice in a row and they lose like 12 yards. And then he calls the play. Paul Blake calls the play again. And the, one of the guys in the huddle looks at him and goes, I think they're looking for that one soldier. That's what the, that's what teams are looking for. They know what the Giants are going to do. Mix it up. You are one and four, getting ready to hit one and five. And I love it because I remember content creators in the beginning of the season, uh, and, and I'm not making fun of just of our zero B. That the first game of the season was the most important game of the season. And if we don't win in the first game of the season or the second game of the season or whatever, you know the odds of a team going zero and three and zero and two go down to being like less than 10% of them making the playoffs. Now I'm seeing people post about the Detroit lions, how they started one and six and finished nine and eight. <laughs> but wait a minute. I, I thought the first three games of the more, most important game of the season, because statistically the law of averages is we weren't making the playoffs. So if you're at one and four, you need a win to go two and four to keep up in this division. Be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid. Look out for that big stream on Sunday. I doubt we'll have a video on Saturday unless something happens with Daniel Jones for sure. Uh, just tune in for Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the uh, we, we, hopefully we'll have Rob on. Uh, we're also gonna do a special segment or a different segment with the War Keith the War Zone. Uh, we're gonna do a little. He's he's got an idea for a segment that we may do weekly. So we're gonna we're gonna try it out on Sunday. So don't forget. This is Tim. This is New York Giants Straight Talk. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell if you want to watch it. That'd be awesome.